the Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Say, when you hear the wind blowing like this, what's the first thought that pops into your head? Ooh, well, when cold winds howl, a pilot's first thought is to protect his motor. And a wise motorist thinks of the same thing. And if he hasn't changed to winter oil already, he changes the oil in his car at once. Now that's something every boy and girl should know and tell Dad about. You see, when cold weather comes, the oil in your family car gets heavy as glue unless you're using winter weight oil. It thickens doesn't flow through your motor as quickly as it should. Your car's hard to start, and while it's warming up, it runs partly dry, without the lubrication it needs to keep the motor safe. Remind Dad of this, won't you, you fellas and girls who are listening? Tell him he should have winter oil in your family car. And tell him Skelly Tagoline winter oil is the kind to try. Skelly's Tagoline winter oil is amazingly fast-flowing, even in the coldest weather. It's especially made to get up into the motor fast. It keeps your motor safe. And what's more, it stands up under hard driving. Keeps your motor purring mile after mile. And you don't need to add so many extra quarts. Be sure, now that cold weather's here, you have Skelly Tagoline winter oil in your family car. Dad will know he can get Skelly Tagoline at any Skelly service station. And the Skelly man knows just the right weight for his weather and his car. Ask Dad to try Skelly Tagoline, won't you? Tonight or tomorrow, well, the next time you're out in the family car. And now to Captain Midnight. Even though Captain Midnight, Chuck Ramsey, and Ivan Shark were imprisoned in the flooded dungeon under the Aztec Temple, their bodies have not been discovered, and all three have completely disappeared. In the meantime, Lutro and Von Greff, thinking these three dead, have captured Senor Pareda, Patsy Donovan, and the two old miners, Pinky Drake and Slim Poole. The four prisoners are marching ahead in the gloom with Lutro and Von Griff behind them, not far from the roaring waterfall. Listen as Lutro shouts. Keep the hands up. I can see you. Uh, don't try any monkey business. You won't ever get out of this place. El Capitan Midnight will make the short work of you. <laughs> uh, that's what you think. Uh, let me tell you something. Captain Midnight will never help you again. You've seen the last of Captain Midnight. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Just what I said. Captain Midnight will never help you again, and he won't ever trouble us either. Isn't that so, Lutro? Yes, see me, amigo von Griefel. <laughs> Captain Midnight is finished. I don't believe it. I don't believe a word you say. You kind of think you know something, don't you? Well, out with it. What are you trying to tell us? Yeah, spit it out. We ain't believing it, but go ahead, just the same. Uh, what do you say, Lutro? Shall we tell them? <laughs> See, me amigo, it does not make the difference now. These silly people think El Capitan Midnight will come to help them. But I am asking you, how could El Capitan Midnight help anyone now? <laughs> what have you done to Captain Midnight? And where is Chuck Ramsey? Chuck Ramsey is with Captain Midnight. He's keeping him good company. Is that not so, Lutro? See, <laughs> <laughs> me amigo, that is a good joke. Uh, the young gringo Chuck Ramsey keeps company with Captain Midnight under the ground, under the water. Under the water? 
What are you talking about? What is that you say? By the great grizzly, if you've done anything to Captain Midnight and Chuck... Shut the mouth and shut it quick. Listen, me, amigo Von Grief. We have gone far enough. Uh, this place is all right. Uh, stand still there, the four of you. But why do we make this stop, senor? What do you do now? Yeah, you wish to know, huh? Very good, mi amigo. We will tell you very, very soon. Step back this way, Lutro. See, mi amigo. Uh, we've come to a turn in the passage. See? There is a wall straight ahead. Yeah, it is a very good place, mi amigo. Some light. It is come from the left. We can see the four of them. Sure. There isn't any chance of missing. Might as well polish them off here. Then we'll go back to the others. Yeah, I see. That is a good plan. I will take the two of them and you take the other two. Already? In just a second, mi amigo. I will speak to them so they'll turn this way. Sure, go ahead. Now then, mi amigos, if you will give me the attention. You have had the hopes that El Capitan Midnight will come to help you. But I tell you now that El Capitan Midnight is no more. He drowned in the water like a rat. Oh, yeah. I drop your guns, all of you. What was that you were saying about drowning? Captain Midnight. Come on, come on, get those hands up and get them up quick. El Capitan Midnight. I cannot believe it. How did he get out of the water chamber? I must be seeing things. All right, step up here, Chuck, and take my guns. And you're not seeing things, Von Grip. I'll get the guns, Captain. Yeah, yeah I'll help you, Chuck. Come on, Slim. Come on, Senior Parade. Gosh, Captain Midnight, where have you been? What's happened to you? Well, it's a long story, Patsy, but we're here. I guess we got here just in time. No, the great grizzly, I'll see you, kid. And from what you said, I guess these guys were just about to let us have it. Yeah, they were aiming at you, the dirty rats. Yes, it would have been cold-blooded murder. I ought to stand you two up against that wall. Yeah, that's a good idea, Captain. Let's do it. If we was back in Black Gulch, we'd string them up in short order. No, Slim, nothing like that. The law is the only rightful power to dispense justice. We'll turn these men over to the proper authorities. Loop and loops, Captain Midnight. You're soaking wet. And so's Chuck. I can see water dripping down on the floor. Gosh, all hemlock. I'll see you. Uh, where in the coronation have you been? We'll tell you about that later, Pinky. Just now, I want to ask these two men a couple of questions. You'll be wasting your time. Yeah. See me, amigo. We keep their mouth shut. Uh, never mind, Captain Midnight. They don't have to say anything. Remember what Ivan Shark said about Fury? Yes, Chuck. And now that we've captured these two, we'll look into that. Now, it's all your fault, Lutro. We should have bumped her off when I wanted to. Hey, you're too stupid to leave on grief. You were the one who said we should finish her later. Now, listen to that, Captain Midnight. They know where she is. Yes. See, we know where this Fury Shark is. She lies on the floor and she is tied so she cannot move. She cannot get away to join her father, Ivan Shark. Uh, she'll never join him again. What is that you say, mi amigo? Jiminy Crickets, Chuck. What do you mean? By the great grizzly. Hey, what are you talking about, Chuck? Well, we're pretty sure that Ivan Shark is dead. Gosh, I can hardly believe it. Well, we're not positive, Patsy. But the chances are that Ivan Shark is no more. Now that we'll tell you about that later. Now listen, Senor Pereira. Pinky and Slim, too. See me, Capitan? Uh, what do you have, Captain? Shoot, Captain Midnight. Where are the rest of your party, Senor Pereira? They're in the big room, Capitan. They guard me Dolores and the Senor Donovan. Well, that's fine. Now, you three take these prisoners back to the large chamber and guard them well. They mustn't get away, whatever happens. Don't you be a worrying about that, Captain. <laughs> yeah, they ain't going to get away from us. Not by a jugful. All right. Now, Chuck and I are going to get Fury Shark. We'll meet you back in the large chamber in just a few minutes. All right, come on, Chuck. Let's go. Right with you. Uh, this is the place, Chuck. See? There are the controls that work the water chamber. Mm, that's what they are, all right. But I don't see anything of Fury Shark. Wait a minute. Let's look at this floor here. Snap on the flashlight. Look down there, Captain Midnight. Somebody's been lying on the floor. Yes. 
And there are a lot of footprints around, too. Yeah, if I can read these signs right, some kind of a struggle has taken place here. But they said Fury Shark was tied up. Maybe they meant some other place. No, Chuck, no. This is the place, all right. Oh, I can see the whole thing now as clear as day. Oh, gee, I don't believe I do. Well, now, listen. Ivan Shark laid a clever trap, Chuck. He tried to make us believe he was caught in that water chamber, too. Don't you remember how anxious he was about 12 o'clock? Oh, sure I remember. He expected something to happen at 12 o'clock. Exactly. He expected Fury to open the escape door for him. But she didn't do it. Remember? He dived down and then reappeared just after 12 o'clock. Yeah, he reappeared because he couldn't get out. Yeah, that's it exactly. And he couldn't get out because by that time, Fury had been captured by Lutru and Von Griff. They tied her up and left her here. Hmm, but she could have kicked that lever open. Oh, don't you see, Chuck? Lutru and Von Griff waited until after 12 o'clock, until they were sure that Ivan Shark was dead. But they must have known that we were down there, too. Yes, of course they did. Don't you remember that crack they made about the water? They wanted to get rid of us and Ivan Shark, too. Oh, that dirty scoundrels. Yeah, but the question is now, what has happened to Fury Shark? Now, let's go down those stairs. Maybe she's down there. Good idea. Come on. Well, you can see footsteps going down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and look. There's some water on the steps. Well, how did it get there? Yeah, it looks to me as though somebody has been in the water and then walked up them. Look down there, Captain Midnight. There's water ahead. You're right, Chuck, and look. The stairs turn. Uh, they go down to the lower level. And there, there, Chuck. That must be the door which leads into the water chamber. Throw the beam of light more to the left, Captain Midnight. Right. I think I see something. Oh, right there. How's that? See? Down in the water, there's the stone door which leads into the chamber. That's the door through which we entered. And inside that chamber, we came as close to losing our lives as we ever will. Mm, I'll say we did. Mm. Blazing beacons. What is it, Chuck? What do you see? That door. It was closed the last we knew. Otherwise, Shark would have escaped through it. And now, now it's open. You're right, Chuck. Someone has opened it. It must have been Luto and Von Grimm. No, Chuck, no, I don't think so. What object would they have in opening it? Well, maybe they opened it to let Shark out. And when he came up through the water, they made away with him. No, no, I don't think so. I think they would have just left him in there. But maybe it has something to do with Fury Shark's disappearance. Yeah, I think we're getting close. Yes, that's it. She must have been the one who opened that door. But it was too late to do any good. Yeah, that's true enough. But she was hoping it wouldn't be too late. But she was tied up. Well, how did she get loose? Yeah, Fury Shark's mighty clever, Chuck. She may have got loose by herself, and then again, someone else might have helped her. Oh, gosh. You think there are other people around here? Well, it's quite possible. So many strange things have happened by this time that I wouldn't be surprised at anything. Well, what will we do now? Should we try and find out what's happened to Fury Shark? No, Chuck, no. We haven't got time for that now. What I'd really like to do is to dive down into that water and explore that chamber. You want to find out whether Ivan Shark's there or not? Yes. That's something I've got to find out. Uh, but I'm afraid we'll have to let that wait until later, too. Right now, there's something else to do. Now, come on. Let's join the others. Oh, look. There's Pinky standing by the door. Oh, fine. Oh, Pinky! Hi there, Captain Midnight! Hello, Chapter. Uh, what'd you find out? Listen. Fury Shark has disappeared, Pinky. Gosh, that's too bad. And I was hoping you'd nab her, too. How are the prisoners, Pinky? Oh, they're in the corner on the heavy guard. They ain't gonna get away. Don't worry about that. Well, listen, have they said anything, Pinky? Yeah, they've been making some crack. This Senor Parati's been talking to him. Oh, that's fine. Oh, maybe he's found out something. He... Ah, me Capitan. You and Chuck Rams have returned. Do you find the Senorita Shark? No, Senor Pareda. She's disappeared completely. Ah, that is not good. But, my Capitan, I have the news for you. Yes? This man, Lutro, he tells me about the trail through the jungle. A trail which I believe has not been used for years. It leads across the river and to my hacienda. Oh, that's the best news yet. Now, we've got to strike while the iron's hot. We'll leave two of your men, Senor Pareto, with Pinky and Slim to guard the prisoners. The rest of them will accompany you, Chuck, and me to the hacienda at once. Well, events have indeed approached a climax. 
Captain Midnight is leading a small but brave band in a determined attempt to recapture Senor Paredes' hacienda. Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. Now, let me ask you an important question. Is your car safe for winter driving? You know, winter is mighty hard on a car, and even if your car was safe a month ago, maybe it's not safe now. Well, if you're not sure, you better see your skelly man at once. He offers you a free inspection service that will save you time, trouble, and possibly expensive repairs. He'll go over your car from headlights to taillights. He'll test your battery, check and inflate your tires, look at the windshield wipers, lights, radiator, hose, and fan belt, and give you an expert report on your car's lubrication. This service costs you nothing, and it may prevent serious winter driving trouble. So why not take advantage of it today? Just stop at any Skelly service station and ask the Skelly man to check your car for winter driving safety. And when you drive out, you'll know you're ready for the road. Now, you boys and girls who are listening, tell Dad about this free inspection service, please. The Skelly man who brings you these Captain Midnight adventures will appreciate it, I know. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Can Captain Midnight recapture Senor Paredes' hacienda, or will Ivan Shark's men fight him off? And what has happened to Ivan Shark? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your skelly man, saying goodbye and happy landing! My complexion's so bad, I hate to go out. Don't be a square. Try Ting, the faster way to clear up pimples. Yes, doctors' half-face tests prove Ting medicated cream dries up pimples more effectively than any other product tested. Here's why. Boys and girls have overactive oil glands. Excess oil clogs pores, causes pimples. But Ting blots up oil faster, more completely than other products. In lab tests, Ting completely absorbed oil in 15 minutes. Hours later, other products still had not. No, hiding pimples won't help heal them. No mere cover-up can work like Ting's antiseptic medication. Remember, doctors' half-face tests prove Ting better in every case, better than any other remedy tested. Applied at bedtime, greaseless, stainless Ting dries to oil-absorbing powder that clings all night, even helps heal acne-type blemishes. Don't let externally caused pimples spoil your fun. Get Ting Medicated Cream, T-I-N-G. See thrilling improvement overnight or money back. The Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Joppers and Dealers. And now, you boys and girls who are listening, do you want to surprise Dad? Do you want to show him you know a lot more about cars than he thinks? Well then, you ask him this. You ask him if he ever worries when he starts the car about dry starts. Yes, dry starts. Now, here's what a dry start is. 
A dry start is the kind of start you get when you've got oil in your car that thickens too fast in cold weather. Oil that gets thicker than molasses when the car stands a while in the cold. Then, when Dad steps on the starter, this thick, syrupy oil doesn't get up into the motor fast enough. So you get a dry start. And that's the kind of start that's hard on your car. Wears it out, and after a while, makes Dad pay for expensive repairs. And tell Dad this. He'll never have to worry about dry starts if he uses Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil. You see, Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil is especially made to get up into your motor fast to prevent the kind of dry starts I told you about. Dad'll be glad to know this, I'm sure. And he'll be surprised and pleased you know so much about a car. So be sure to remind him, if he changes to Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil, he won't have to worry about dry starts this winter. Tell him that, won't you? He'll know he can get Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil any place Skelly Gasoline is sold. And the Skelly Man knows just the right grade for your car. And now to Captain Midnight. After escaping from the underground water chamber and capturing Von Griff and Lutro, Captain Midnight is leading an attack upon Shark's men at Senor Parada's Hacienda. As our scene opens today, they are approaching the Hacienda. Captain Midnight, Chuck Ramsey, and Senor Parada are in the lead. It is early in the morning, just before daybreak. The three are talking in low tones. Listen as Captain Midnight asks. Are we getting close, Senor Parada? See me, Capitan. We are near the Hacienda. I think perhaps we should stop and talk things over. Why, here's a good place. In this clump of trees. All right. How much farther do we have to go, Senor Pareto? Just before us, mi capitan, is the barranca in the rear of the hacienda. Yes. Do you remember the pasture in which we landed the airplane? Of course, Senor, and that brings up a question. Now, should we go in through the underground passageway or the main entrance? I do not know, Senor, which is the best plan. We do not know if Ivan Shark has returned or what his men are doing. Gosh, Ivan Shark couldn't be here. He's still in that water chamber. He must be dead. Perhaps you're right, Chuck. But don't forget that if we got out all right, Shark could have done the same thing. Sure, but we know that we got out before he did. Well, just as soon as we can, we're going back to locate his body. That isn't deciding our immediate problem. It is for you, mi capitan, to make the decision. All right, now here it is. You, senor, will lead your men around to the main entrance. Post them so as to command the big gate. In the meantime, Chuck and I will go through the underground passageway and enter the library through the secret door. Now, is that perfectly clear? Si, senor. But what about the time? It will take me and my men longer to get into position before the main entrance. That's true. Do you have your watch with you? See me, Capitan. All right, now let's see what time you have. Oh, can't see very well. Your watch doesn't have a luminous dial. Switch on your flashlight, Chuck. Here you are. Now I can see, Senor. It is ten minutes to four. All right, now here's my wristwatch. There, you're about three minutes faster than I am. Captain Midnight's watch is exactly right. So in that case, I will set the watch back. Yeah, that's it. There. The watches are both the same. Good. Now, we'll call the zero hour a quarter past four. Will that give you plenty of time, Senor Pareto? See me, Capitan. That will be sufficient. My men will be ready in their positions at the time agreed upon. Very well. At exactly quarter past four, Chuck and I will open the door leading into the library. And at exactly the same time, you and your men will advance toward the main gate. Now, there's one thing that's very important. See, Senor, I'm listening. Chuck and I may run into a large group of Shark's men in the house. When they see there are only two of us, they may put up a good fight. So at exactly quarter past four... You and your men start shouting and shooting outside. Shark's men will then think that they're surrounded by a large force. Say, si, senor, it is the very good plan. Very good, then. There's no time to lose. Come on. Chuck and I will go our way and you go yours. See si, me, Capitan. I get my men and we start now. All right. Now, come on, Chuck. Follow me into the barranca and we'll enter the secret passageway. Okay. I'm right behind you. Uh, 
Gosh, Captain Midnight, everything seems to be just as it was the last time we... Not so loud, Chuck. We better talk in low tones, at least until we get into the library. Yeah, but you're right. Everything does seem to be just as it was when we last saw it. There's one thing I'm worried about. Yeah, what's that, Chuck? Some of Shark's men may be hiding down here. Mm, you've got to be careful about that. So don't use your flashlight any more than you have to. I won't turn it on again. We must be almost to the bottom of the stairs. Gosh. My toe hit the lowest step. Wait a minute. Quiet a second. All right. I just wanted to find out if anyone heard that noise. Shall we go up the stairs? Yes. But now go very carefully. We don't want to be advertising our approach. How much time have we got? Not very much, I think. We were very slow getting through that passageway. I won't have to switch on the flashlight. Your wristwatch has a luminous dial. Yes, here it is. Oh, gosh. Thirteen minutes after four. We haven't got any time to no, spare. No, say we haven't. Come on now up the steps. Hurry. Oh, we must be almost there. Just a couple of more steps. Can you feel that lever that opens the door? Not yet, but I will in a couple of seconds. I wish we knew whether anyone was in the library. We'll find that out pretty quick. Oh, wait a minute. I've got the lever. Can you feel the door? Yes. I'm leaning against it right now. How much time have we got? Thirty seconds. Well, it won't be long now. No, it won't. Now, listen, Chuck. We don't know what we're going to run into. So we're going to do just as we did before. You mean open the door and wait? That's right. I'm going to open the door. We're going to stand just where we are. After the door is open, we'll wait just a few seconds in silence to see what happens. From that time on, you take your cue from me. And you can count on me. I know that only too well, Chuck. And what time is it now? Time's just up. Quiet now. I'm going to open the door. All right. Come on. Follow me, Chuck. Okay. And there doesn't seem to be anyone in here. Shall we switch on the light? No, Chuck, no, don't do that. Light your flashlight and play the beam around the room. Okay. Uh, there's not a soul in here, Chuck. There's Ivan Shark's desk and the other furniture seems to be in place. Listen. Listen to that. Yes, it's in your parade and his men. Well, what will we do now? Now, no. wait a minute. Now, listen to that. That sound comes from just outside the library door. It must be Shark's men. Now, listen, Chuck. This door opens into the courtyard, and on the other side of the courtyard is the main gate. Senor Parade and his men will be just outside that gate. Shark's men will think they're being attacked, and will be facing the main entrance. It'll be our golden opportunity to take them by surprise. Okay. I'm all set. Good. Now put your flashlight in your pocket and get out your gun. Okay, I'm ready. All right, now the door's to our left. Come on, follow me. I'm right after you. Good. You were right. Those must be Shark's men at the main gate. Look, Chuck. There's that fellow we saw before, the one who looks like an oriental. Yeah, and he seems to be leading them. Is your gun ready? I'll say it is. All right, now follow me up to the steps, but be short and stay behind me. Right. Okay, here we go. All right, throw down your arms, man. This house is surrounded. It is Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight! Yes, yes, it's Captain Midnight. Throw down your guns. It is only Captain Midnight and the boy, Chakran Singh. Oh, look, Senor Parade's men have broken down the main gate. Throw down your arms or you'll all be killed. Now, this is the last warning. Quick, man. You must shoot. Senor Pereira. See me, Capitan. When I raise my hand, you'll start shooting. See me, Capitan. Oh, look. The men are dropping their guns. All right, come on now. Quick. Drop your guns and we start firing now. There. They're all down. All right. Senor Pereira. See me, Capitan. Have your men pick up those guns. See, si, see. Si. Listen, Captain Midnight. You remember what Senor Pereira told us? That fellow's name is Fang. Yes, Chuck, I remember that. Your name is Fang, isn't it? Yes, Captain Midnight. My name is Fang. All right. Step forward. Yes, Captain Midnight. The Capitan, my men, they have all the guns. Good. Line all the prisoners up, Senor Pareto, and put them into a room where they can be well guarded. See me, Capitan. Vamos, mi hombre. Vamos. All right. You, Fang, come with us into the library. And no tricks. I'll say yes, Captain Midnight. Now watch him carefully, Chuck. You better watch him. All right, here we are, Chuck. Go ahead, close the door. Right. 
Well then, Fang, where is your master, Ivan Shark? My master go away a little time. Pretty soon he come back. Then not so good for Captain Midnight. I think there's a good chance your master will never come back, Fang. Captain Midnight not tell truth. Ivan Shark drowned to death about four hours ago. Chuck Ramsey also not tell truth. My master, Ivan Shark, go through fire and water, but he not die. <laughs> Did you hear that, Chuck? As a matter of fact, he's not far from the truth. Captain Midnight know Ivan Shark very well. Many times Captain Midnight think Ivan Shark dead, but he not die. Gosh, that's right. We thought he was dead that time in the mountains near Black Gulch. How long have you been with Ivan Shark, Fang? I serve Ivan Shark many years. You know, Captain Midnight, I think this Fang was among the men we saw on that mountaintop near Black Gulch. Yes, but he wasn't among those captured, Chuck. No, Captain Midnight, you not catch Fang before. Well, were you with Ivan Shark in the mountains near Black Gulch? Oh, Sam, yes. But, gee, oh, how could he have gotten away, Captain Midnight? Well, I'm not nearly so much interested in that, Chuck, as I am in the answer of how Ivan Shark got away. Now, if you remember, we saw him jump over the edge of that waterfall. You remember that? Yes, Captain Midnight. You see, Ivan Shark jump into waterfall. You know Ivan Shark not die. No fire and no water can kill Ivan Shark. He not die then, he not die now. Yes, but how in the world did he do it, Captain Midnight? You answer that question, Fang. How did Ivan Shark get away? <laughs> that I do not tell, Captain Midnight. Ivan Shark, too clever for you. That's what you think, Fang. But Ivan Shark's days are up. We've broken up his little game here, and we're going to get him. You mean, if he isn't dead already? Right you are, Chuck. Personally, I think he's dead. You think Ivan Shark dead? That is a good thing you think so. Pretty soon, Ivan Shark come back. And then brave Captain Midnight will be no more. <laughs> Gee, had we better do well, something uh, wait about... Wait a minute, hold it. All right, come in. Well, look, Senor Pareda. Yes. Be Capitan, I have the report to make. Yes, Senor Pareda? Well, what is it? I have the prisoners in the room, and my men, they guard them well. Very good, Senor Pareda. Have you made an examination of the Hacienda? See me, Capitan. I make the examination. We catch some more men while they sleep. We put them in the guard room with the others. Then we have complete control of the hacienda? See me, Capitan. Yes, we're that. Ah, good. Do you have guards posted? See, si, senor. I have the guards posted. But now I have the man outside the door. You will wait just a second. Gosh, who in the world would... Hear me, Capitan. He's the man. Blazing beacons, Captain. It's that pilot. It's Zollinger. Well, again we encounter Zollinger the mute pilot who has pretended to be deaf. We know he has helped Captain Midnight and his friends before. There is some strange secret about this man. What is it? Tune in next Monday to Captain Midnight. And now, fellas and girls, to be in style for 1940, you'll have to have a New Year's resolution. So I figured one out for you, and here it is. I resolve to be a better co-pilot for the family car. That's a good New Year's resolution, don't you think? I resolve to be a better co-pilot for the family car. Now, that's a resolution that will really be fun to keep. It just means being a wide-awake young flyer like Chuck Ramsey and Patsy Donovan every minute that you're in the family car. Helping Dad watch for traffic signs, danger signals, and helping him to remember when he needs gas or oil or air in the tires or antifreeze in the radiator or water in the battery. 
Say, there's just no end of things you'll help Dad with if you're a good, dependable co-pilot. And there's this thing above all to remember. To pilot Dad into your Skelly service station whenever you need anything at all for the family car. Now, that's easy to remember, isn't it? So why not make that your New Year's resolution right now? And don't forget to tune in again Monday, New Year's Day, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. What is the secret about this mysterious henchman of Ivan Shark, the pilot Zollinger? Why has he be, been pretending to be deaf? And what about Ivan Shark himself? Be sure to listen Monday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and Happy New Year!